Congratulations. Victoria's housing market has rebounded strongly this year. Hammers were falling once again. Buy numbers per auction are actually up on last year. Rates course on hold again at 0.25%. National house prices were still rising. A man's home is his castle and today it goes under the hammer. Welcome to Under the Hammer for Direct Connect. Direct Connect is a free service making moving easy for you. Call them today on 1300 664 715. Oh, yes, indeed. Welcome to Under the Hammer for Direct Connect, making moving easy for you. And if you are an agent interested in using Direct Connect, call 1300 664 715 to see how they can benefit you and your team. Hello, my name's Sam Hargraves, filling in for Jane this week, who's off for the school holidays. And I'm joined, of course, by Stavros Ambitzidis, Company Director of O'Brien Real Estate, to talk about the current state of the market, the latest sales and statistics, and a whole lot more. Hello to you, Stavros. G'day, Sam. How are you? It's been a, a great week in real estate, and we've got a treat today. Absolutely, we do. Uh, introducing our very special guest uh, for this week's episode. Uh, Tanya Nevin-Jones is from O'Brien Real Estate in Chelsea, and she's been good enough to be our special guest this week. Hello to you, Tanya. Hello, how are you? Uh, well, we're sensational, and what a what a what a job real estate's doing at the moment in incredibly trying conditions, as we know, uh, COVID all around the Australia and the world, but Victoria especially is finding it the toughest at the moment. But there are some really good news stories that we want to be able to share. But let's jump into it uh, with you first and foremost. Um, let's talk about the inquiry levels for you guys uh, at the moment on the portals and how these have been really effective in the leasing and sales, the online inspections. How does that, how does the current stock levels help the vendors on the market at the moment? Well, look, we've uh, we've actually had very high numbers um, of inquiry over the last couple of weeks, and it has picked up with a little bit more positivity out there in, um, I guess, the media. Um, there are rumblings that hopefully we may be able to open up this industry a little bit earlier, and uh, my fingers and toes are absolutely crossed. So um, from a real estate agent point of view, you know, I'm mentally getting myself right. Um, I'm calling all of these inquiries. As soon as they hit my inbox, bang, I'm on the phone, I'm ringing them just to see where they're at, are they qualified, whereabouts in the buying process are they, have they been to the bank or to their broker, have they got got that pre-approval ready to go and more importantly is the pre-approval in the level that or in the range that we're quoting for the particular property that they've emailed on. Um, Quite often we get very, very cheeky buyers that will see something advertised from 6 to 6.50, they may have 5.50 to 580 to spend and think they're going to get a bargain with me and that just doesn't work so we're here to defend our vendors get them the highest price possible um, and look and make sure that the, the quality of buyers and the qualification of those buyers are, are what we're doing that's what we do for our, our, our vendors is make sure we're bringing them the very best buyers um, during this lockdown period but also after the lockdown finishes as well. Tanya, I've had the pleasure of working beside you for many years now. I'd like Too you. Many years, I think it's been a long time. It has been a long time. Uh, <laughs> I remember doing uh, our first appraisal together back in Mount Martha. I think that would have been about fifteen years ago. So there you go. That's how far it back that goes. It would have been goes. about eighteen years ago, actually. Like okay. yeah, a long, long time ago. That's a lifetime. Look, what I'd like yeah. you to do. Can you tell us how how can vendors get on the market, and what are some of the reasons they should get on the market before the twenty sixth of October? Yeah, well, look, you you want to, the the main trick with real estate is to always sell in isolation and not in competition. And right now, stock levels are so ridiculously low online. Um, In Chelsea, I think we've had one, two listings in the last month 
It's, it's, it's that's how low stock levels are. So my, I'm encouraging buyers to go to the market now, um, sell in isolation, not in competition, and that way we can maintain the price. We won't get any um, buyers that I just mentioned that are looking for a bargain because we simply have the tools as agents now to be able to say to a buyer, there is nothing on the market, Mr and Mrs Buyer. So if you really, really want to secure this home, there's a couple of ways you can do it. One is we're going to send you out section 32 two is our vendor has been very very kind um, and done a walkthrough video for us so you're going to see this property warts and all just like you're walking through it yourself we're not editing any of this footage they are walking into the room doing a 360 degree turn and then walking down the hallway into the next room so effectively it's like you're there in real life um, you've got the documentation building and pest inspectors are on board as of monday the 28th so there's a a lot of boxes we can tick to get this home um, under contract and effectively sold for you. That's what we're also telling vendors that we're doing with our buyers is we are, there's a lot of activity going on behind the scenes and we look like that duck floating across the water, but madly underneath our legs are paddling to get deals done during this lockdown. The other things we're doing with our vendors is I'm doing a lot of video appraisals where they're walking me through the home um, either via FaceTime or Zoom and I'm telling them what they should be doing during this next lockdown period, whether it's a week, whether it's another four weeks. You know, paint that room, tidy up these mm. gardens, go and get some black tan bark. I want you to declutter this room, get rid of the fridge magnets. They're the sorts of things that we're getting ready and it's no different to what we would normally do in a normal appraisal if we were there in person. It's identical. It's exactly the same. Can, can you do me a favour and yeah. let our listeners know what is it like doing those virtual appraisals where the vendor is holding the phone, walking yeah. around? Because you and I have had a do chat about this. Do you want me this. to tell my what happens yes, to me? Yes, please tell. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> well, before, um, I, I'll always call the vendor if a, an appraisal comes in or if I'm doing callbacks. I'll always schedule um, a virtual appraisal. Um, and there is a reason why I have to do that is I suffer from very, very, very bad motion sickness. So I have to take a tablet half an hour before I do the appraisal and then I have to take a painkiller afterwards because I always end up with a splitting headache from the camera moving constantly from these vendors. So maximum time I can do is 20 minutes before I quite literally have to shut it down because I can't do it anymore. So please be wary if anyone is going to attempt this. Um, if you do suffer from car sickness, motion sickness, you will absolutely get a splitting headache after needing after these appraisals, so please make sure you're well prepared. Gee, now that is commitment, Tanya. That is uh, <laughs> that is just a next level that you're going to to help out oh, uh, your vendors there. Oh, I've got nothing but admiration for that, putting yourself through the ringer. Uh, we're speaking to Tanya Nevin-Jones, our special guest this week from O'Brien Real Estate in Chelsea on Under the Hammer. Um, on the flip side of what you've just been talking about, Tanya, and how you're preparing your vendors to sell, how are you preparing the buyers to, to buy with some confidence at the moment, to be assured in what they're doing and, and to make sure that they've got everything they need to, to be able to go through with those purchases in these times? Yeah, really, really good conversations and great in-depth conversations. Normally, we get to have those at the property that they're inspecting or normally we get to have those at an open for inspection. But now, as I mentioned, we um, as soon as the inquiry comes in for a particular property 
or if we're doing a, um, a buyer callback session where we have previously met this buyer in the last six months, 12 months, um, the questioning we go down is, is very simple. It's whereabouts are you with your finance? Have you got that pre-approval in place? Um, if not, I'll always recommend somebody for them to start talking to immediately so that when we can let them through the property, they can make good, strong offers. If it's a private sale campaign or if it's an auction campaign, they can bid with with confidence. The other thing we're talking uh, to them about as well is making sure that they're getting the documentation, so the Section 32 and contractor sale, checked out by their conveyancer or solicitor. Our conveyancer and solicitor network are still working. So, um, you know, they can, again, check that documentation and we're happy to email it through to their chosen conveyancer. The other thing too, as I mentioned, is building and pest inspectors can start working, um, I believe, on Monday. Uh, I've got three building and pest inspections booked for Monday. So that is happening. So if there is a home that they like, if it's for auction, they can get that pre-purchase inspection done. If it's for private sale and they do want to make a good strong offer, um, they can go ahead and do that, uh, that building and pest inspection as well. So there's many things that a buyer can do. The other thing we ask them to do only if they're within a five kilometre radius is please have a drive past the property. So you've had a look at the street appeal you've checked out the street, you've walked to the local shops and the local park and you've ticked off on that location as well. So ticking off on location, street appeal, finance, building and pest inspections and then the relevant documentation checked by the conveyancer. The last thing they've got to do is come through the home, have a look at it and make a good strong offer in the range. And how are you going about, to, before we get to the next uh, question, just managing expectations on both sides? Because I'd imagine at the moment, you, as you said before, there's, you've got some vendors who think that it's a, a bargain basement sale at the moment potentially, and you've got vendors who might be very, very strong in, no, 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 I'm adamant on this. The juggling act, I'd imagine, would be tougher than ever. How are you finding that and how are you managing both expectations on both sides? Well, look, we are getting still very, very good inquiry online because people are at home, not much to do. So they will jump on realestate.com, have a flick through. Um, if a home has been sitting there online post this lockdown and we haven't had any inquiry whatsoever, well, that's a fairly good indication that we may not be um, quite right on price. And I'm having discussion with our vendors at the moment to get them price aligned and to get them priced correctly before the next wave of new listings hits the market after the 26th of October. Um, if we have high numbers but no inquiry, well, then we need that price adjustment done relatively quickly. Um, I did one yesterday where um, we had a home that was too high. The buyer um, weren't engaging in the property, had a, had a um, slight reduction on the price already this morning. Inquiry, and she is going to potentially make an offer site on scene on this property, which is great. It's just yep. a small adjustment um, that will get that, deliver that inquiry straight to the vendor um, if they're prepared and if they're truly motivated to sell. But this is, let's face it, you're not going to be on the market right now if you're not motivated to so, Tanya, during lockdown at O'Brien Real Estate, we've actually tried to keep everyone connected. Uh, luckily enough, the F45 session is right now, so you and I don't have to attend. <laughs> that was strategically done because I know oh, you I see hate, what's happening here. Yeah, I, I know you hate uh, doing that and so do I, <sighs> but we are keeping connected. Uh, I know we've got yeah. the City to Surf uh, virtual run that we're, all our O'Brien active people are getting involved in. Yeah, and good in. luck with that too. You're not going to join us? 
No, no, no. <laughs> Look, I have been um, very strict in my daily routine and you'll be pleased to know that I have been doing an hour a day of activity, um, which is fantastic. And I have been doing that with one of our, our team members at O'Brien, Chelsea, Kim Ferguson. So, um, A, it's great company, but B, I'm actually doing something which I've never done before, which is an hour a day of activity or, you know, physical exercise because I normally don't have the time to do it when we're under the pump with um, listing and selling real estate in normal normal circumstances so I'm enjoying it the fresh air and we've been checking out all the local parklands and things which is great it helps when we get back on board we can now genuinely talk about how great the area is and how good the walking tracks are but no no f45 for me I tried it once and there was too many jiggly bits on camera for me <laughs> well um, one thing that you and I have discussed is what this uh, restriction and lockdown has given you is an opportunity to actually see the area, the area that you live in, uh, from a, a walking pace rather than a driving pace, and you've actually learnt and educated yourself on things that you never knew existed, which I think has been fantastic. Oh, it's been amazing, and it's just so wonderful. Like, I'm now saying to my teenage son, right, we've got to go walk down here. It's amazing. There's, like, little ducklings, and it's so cute, and there's, yeah, the wetlands around us. It is such a pretty area, So, um, and something that I've lived here for 12 years and didn't even realise it was on my back doorstep. So it is a really good opportunity to get out there in your farm area, in your core area that you're selling, and actually get to know it a little bit better. So they're one of the, one of the things that I've been doing during lockdown too to sort of upskill myself about the area. Well, not only do you have the wetlands, you've got the beautiful beaches of uh, Chelsea and Bond Beach and Edithvale. You've got uh, Bicentennial Park. You've got a lot of good things. So... Yeah, we've, we've had some really, you know, we've, we've had some really good walks and discovered some really good things. So that's just part of the daily activity that, um, you know, we're doing to keep busy, which is good. Now, what else are you doing to keep connected on a, on a weekly basis? What Zoom meetings do you get, you know, do you get involved in? What do you do on yeah. a weekly basis at yep. O'Brien? So we have, our, we have our weekly sales meeting on a Tuesday morning. Um, Wednesdays, we have got the F45 for people that do want to get involved with that. There's also the property management Zoom meetings, which I'm in sales, so I don't do those. But again, um, you know, they're, they're just the tools that O'Brien do offer. Tonight, I'm very much looking forward to... To the real estate Zoom, which um, is on Facebook, and we always get emailed that link within our group as well. And it's not just an O'Brien um, real estate Zoom, it is everyone. We've had some fantastic guest speakers on that, and I'm really looking forward to this evening as well. Um, we do Josh Vegan weekly on a Thursday, which is sensational. I always write just pages and pages of notes, really good scripts, and really good dialogue that we can um, share with our both our buyers and our vendors when we're doing the daily call sessions. Um, Friday afternoon, um, we have the um, the session with Dean, yourself and Darren, which connects us to the whole O'Brien group as well. And that's sometimes we have a guest speaker, other times it's just informal conversations, but it is always about seeing those lovely faces that we work with from other offices across the group too. And of course, we had our recent awards night, which was absolutely fantastic. It's not as good, good as the real thing, but I think you guys did an incredible job with um, keeping us connected and celebrating our success this year. And thank you, Sam. We actually did that at Croc Media right here in the studios of Croc, our yeah, Gala Awards. So thanks it to was Croc. Really good. Look, I'll take those thanks, even though I had absolutely nothing to do with the facilitation <laughs> of that, but I'll certainly, on behalf of Croc, uh, and you're more than welcome. Um, getting back to the, the what the immediate future is, it's yeah. probably a two-part question. We need to talk about what's the future and what are we expecting 
post-lockdown. And then we'll actually talk about the fact that lockdown may be finishing for real estate a little earlier. And we'll talk about the campaign that's been happening to try and get in Victoria, especially Daniel Andrews, to change the rules around inspections, especially because, as we know, it is an essential service. You've got to have somewhere to live. Um, yeah. What are we expecting once that lockdown does finish? Um, both of you would be keen to get your thoughts on this. How how seismic is the shift going to be in product, um, uh, potential yeah. purchases, Look, everything? Look, I, I think it'll be absolutely um, chaotic. I think it'll just be, um, you know, the phones will, will start at 7am and probably won't stop ringing until 11pm at night. There is a huge appetite for property. It's, um, I think, Victorians and, and in particular Melbournians just, just love real estate. Um, during this lockdown period, I mean, let's face it, we're living in a fishbowl which is our home, and there's a lot of dissatisfaction that is highlighted um, during this period where you're literally, you know, you're getting cabin fever. Um, I know personally I have a 15-year-old son that's in year nine um, and a, a husband that does night shift. So we've got a master bedroom, a study, and then a kitchen desk all in use in our home. And it's just simply, you know, I'm looking at this house now going, God, I really love a bigger home. Now, all of Victoria are currently doing that, all certainly Metropolitan and Melbourne. Um, where we are in Chelsea, we have a lot of two-bedroom units and a lot of first home buyers that purchased those units within the last decade. They're now ringing me saying, Tanya, my God, we need that three-bedroom home. We need that second living room. We need a study. And not only a study, we need a study with a door um, because I'm working from home and my son or my two kids are homeschooling and it's just, you know, we need that space. We need more zoned living. Um, it might be that people are at home for you know this three month period and the house is too big um so they essentially want to downsize or they've now realized that they don't have to live in the cbd and go to work every day they can in fact live on the mornington peninsula or down on the ballerine peninsula and only travel into the office twice a week so it is a, a seismic shift in regards to how people are living dissatisfaction with their current living arrangements and there will be as we've said quite often a huge appetite to transact property in the next three to six months. In fact, I believe the next two years will be um, huge when it comes to transactions. We will have people that will leave Victoria after this lockdown period, but we will also have people coming from, you know, expats coming from America, the UK, back to Australia that will want to be somewhere safe like Australia again. Look, you're spot on there, Tanya, and uh, there, there seems to be a huge internal migration at the moment, Sam, of people from Victoria actually moving to either Adelaide, Perth. There's a lot of beautiful places around Australia, but especially the northern, uh, the northern New South Wales coast, you know, from Port Macquarie mm. all the way up to the Gold Coast. But what is it going to look like and how we're going to navigate through the changes is, is difficult at the moment because what the government's looking at is the movement map. You know, people do need to move around to go and look at property. So are they going to ask for, a, you know, a permit? And in that permit, have you got a contract that you've sold your property? Are you a tenant vacating? So there's all these things. Is it going to be one-on-one -on -one inspections or can we do a household at once? So there's all these things that we're navigating through at the moment with government. And we're hoping we're going to get an announcement from the Victorian government in the next 48 hours of what it's going to look like moving forward. So we're fingers crossed. I'm with Tanya, fingers crossed, toes crossed. But we're looking at those changes at the moment. And, and oh, if, can't wait. And if Honestly, people, cannot wait. And if people want to uh, lend their voice to that, how can 
Um, anyone listening right now, uh, get involved. Just uh, It's not about uh, protesting or anything like that, but mm-hmm. it's certainly about making their voice heard and adding their voice to the growing list that are saying the industry just needs to be opened up um, to be able to allow people who need to be moving, whether it be uh, buying, selling, renting, leasing, to get yeah, into those Sam, inspections I'll, one-on-one. Um, I'll address that one if you like. I, um, I've i been uh, – one of my call sessions that I do every week is to contact my current vendors, my vendors that are about to hit the market after the lockdown and actually um, people that have just purchased through me as well and just encourage them to email and call their local member. Um, also email Dan Andrews. Um, I'm very worried that the government may not listen to us because they just think that we've got commission breath and that, you know, we, we, we just need to maintain our, our fancy cars and fancy lifestyles. That's not the case at all. It's very much far from it. Um, so every client I've been talking to is just please tell your story in your own words. Don't cut and paste a template. Tell your story and your situation in your own words. I've got one client who has sold her property six weeks ago. She settles on the 6th of November. She's had no time whatsoever to inspect a home. And the reason for the sale was because she needs to get her child into the Frankston High School zone. Now, she can't enrol her child, which now October, November is when enrolments happen because she's of no fixed address and school simply won't look at her. So not only is it affecting her very young family it's also affecting her child's education so there is such a flow-on effect from us not being able to list and sell property it is now affecting children's education it's causing so much stress financial difficulty and a whole lot of pain out there and it's just um you know we we need um mr andrews just to listen to these stories read some of these emails but i'm encouraging every one of my clients both vendors, landlords, buyers to get in contact with their their federal member and also support us on the social media platforms too. Adding to that, anyone in the real estate industry, you know, conveyances, anyone that's involved in real estate, we need this we need this vehicle to start moving again because these are like Tanya just expressed in her own words there, these are real stories. These are real people, real stories. This is really happening out there. I got a call yesterday um from our Mornington office, from Kane Luff, and he said, Stav, I've got a vendor. I advised him not to sell with vacant possession, but he got the price and he sold with vacant possession, and he settles in two days, and he hasn't been able to get a rental property. You've got a rental property in one of your prop, uh, in your one of your offices. Can you please look at his application favourably because he will be homeless in two days. He's refusing to move out. Now, there's a huge domino effect. If he refuses to move, to move out... The buyers then have nowhere to go, mm. and and then the flow on and the flow on continues. So these are real stories. As Tanya said, our local members have been fantastic. I know my local members are listening and they're encouraging. And you know, Tim Palace, we've been talking to the ministers of consumer affairs. They've been fantastic listening. We've just got to get this message across that it's not about commission breath, as uh, Tanya pointed out. That these are real stories. So thanks, Tanya, for your your message there. You couldn't have said it better. Thanks. Um, just quickly before we get on to the weekend results, frontline workers uh, are really important that they are housed at the moment. They're doing an incredible job and we just uh, take our hats off to them and, and thank them for their tireless work uh, that they do, putting themselves uh, right in the middle of it and right in the thick of it. Um, we cannot. There's not a way to express our appreciation, I don't think, enough. Uh, but you guys are, are very equipped to be able to help them out if they are looking to move at the moment. 
Absolutely, Stav. Do you want to talk about what we're doing? Or? No, I, well, it was your idea, so I think it's only <laughs> fair. I think it's only fair that you mention it and you get the uh, credit for it because it was your idea, Tanya. Yeah, well, look, when we're um, uh, our frontline workers, and my husband works in a hospital, so he first he sees firsthand what the last six months of this COVID nineteen um, world looks like. Um, we deal with a lot of um, first responders in our area, a lot of police officers, paramedics, fireys, you know, any nurses um, that are in hospitals and working a huge amount of hours. So um, I approached our corporate team at O'Brien and. Davros and said, look, I think we need to reward um, and say a big thank you to these people. We're meeting a lot of them out in the marketplace when we could do open for inspections and we could do private buyer appointments. Um, I'd really like to instigate or implement um, a, a campaign where we're getting um, names and numbers and really helping these people find their next home and helping them to move into their next home safely. Um, they've been protecting us. So, you know, why don't we give them a little something if they do register their details with O'Brien Real Estate and if they do successfully purchase a home from us, why can't we give them, you know, one of these ring doorbells, which are fantastic. It's a great security system. Um, it's got a camera. If anyone comes up your driveway, it is motion censored. So it actually sends a, um, a photo and a video to your phone. So you know exactly who's at your front door and you can answer it from anywhere. So it's not a promotion for ring. It's, it's a promotion for our um, frontline workers to register their details with O'Brien Real Estate because we would love to help find you your next property. So yeah. please be in contact with O'Brien Chelsea and um, and and, and um, pass on your details. Uh, that is absolutely sensational. This is under the hammer for Direct Connect. Call Direct Connect to make moving easy for you. And if you are an agent interested in using Direct Connect, call 1300 664 715 to see how they can benefit you and your team. Uh, Sam Hargraves here along with Stavros from O'Brien's uh, Real Estate and Tanya Nevin-Jones as well. Um O'Brien Real Estate, uh, they are absolutely sensational. You guys are doing a great job. Um, let's get to the weekend results, Dav. Yeah, well, uh, the real estate market, markets across the country have continued to perform very highly, uh, Sam, um, even though Victoria is in lockdown and we are a little bit hamstrung at the moment because the only way we can actually do inspections is through, as Tanya explained, through technology, FaceTime mm. or Zoom, but we can't physically meet anyone there. Um, w- interesting facts, this time last year... We sold 700 properties more than we did this week. So we are held back a little bit, but yet the nation, and we're patiently waiting and observing. Uh, look, we're a little bit envious of what's going on in New South Wales and Queensland, but this, this week in uh, Australia nationally, we sold 5,487 properties. That was spearheaded by New South Wales. They sold 2,100 homes for the week. And look, Queensland's not too far behind. They did 1,278 for the week. So the clearance rates were pretty high across the nation, 79%. Um, look, we were at 85% here, 93% in the ACT. And we've actually, uh, I get uh, the Luton report every single week. They had 100% in the ACT from uh, Luton's real estate. Fantastic. So this week, what did O'Brien Real Estate do? Look, we got 39 new listings. We got 20 under offer and we sold 19. Uh, the highest price property I'd... Ironically, uh, having Tanya on board today was actually in Patterson Lakes, just a little bit south of uh, Chelsea for 1.65. So the real estate market is continuing to do really well. At O'Brien at the moment, we're focusing on what we can do, not what we can't do. So if you're looking at any real estate advice, 
Paul, our O'Brien people, because we can actually talk about the campaign that we've got at the moment, what we can do, uh, and we can help you with that. Uh, sensational. We're just ever so inching ever so closer to hopefully getting back to some kind of normal. And fingers crossed that announcement comes in the next 48 hours. And yeah. as we're expecting, those results will jump significantly. But as you've said, Tanya, a couple of times, big opportunities right now for vendors and buyers to sort of get through the congestion and be really, really clear uh, and not be having to compete with a heap of people on either end uh, or either side of the coin. Have either of you got a good news story that we can share for, for the week? Oh, look, there's um, there's always a lot of positivity out there and you've just got to look for it and not be one of these negative Nancys. Um, I sold a property last week that had been on the market for almost four months. Um, a lovely young first home buyer inquired on another property. Um, when I questioned her about what her, her budget was, I managed to upsell her onto this, this home that had um, been there on Argyle Avenue. Lovely property, really, really good home in a great location. Um, um, and look, we're doing the building and pest inspection on Monday. She's already got her finance pre-approved. It is subject to her viewing that home, which we hope will be sooner than the 26th of October. But she's done the drive-by. She's walked past the property. She's already fully engaged in this home and can't wait to see it so that we can put that sold sticker up. Um, but there are lots and lots of stories like that across the industry, We're across all brands. And, um, you know, buyers, again, have an appetite to purchase. One lady I spoke to this morning, morning on the phone she said Tanya the money is burning a hole in my pocket and I just want to spend it so um, and this is coming from a buyer so they are certainly motivated to purchase property and I just believe it'll be the floodgates opening when we are allowed to do one-on-one inspections or whatever that looks like but fingers crossed that we got a, a good announcement and look if we don't and if we if it is that we have to continue until the 26th of October we need to remain positive we need to fill our days with activity we need to keep busy whether it's ourselves maintaining and looking after our own homes whether it's maintaining and looking after ourselves physically and mentally keep busy keep positive because it is going to happen whether it's next week whether it's two weeks whether it's in four weeks time recover rejuvenate and get ready because it is going to be huge well, my good news story this week, uh, Sam, is that uh, with the restrictions being lifted in regional Victoria, regional Victoria really has been uh, the backbone at the moment on sales transactions in Victoria. But we've actually opened uh, two, two new offices in regional Victoria this week. So in Warrigal and Druin. So Peter Clark from Next Real Estate got his first for sale board put up yesterday. So his first O'Brien real estate board went up yesterday. So our good news story is inviting uh, the, the Next Real Estate um team into the O'Brien family. So welcome on board. Oh, that is welcome absolutely party. sensational. That's great. Um, and good luck to everybody in regionals at the moment as well. And as you say, they're sort of carrying the torch at the moment for sales uh, in the state, hopefully not for too much longer. Hey, before we finish up, um, who's on the Zoom this week, the real estate Zoom? We've got Fiona Blamey actually on tonight. So um, part of the reason we actually started the real estate Zoom, and I know, uh, Tanya, um touched on it is that every week we gather together as an industry you know we provide support inspiration and guidance to each other you know we've had some inspirational speakers like tanya said motivational speakers mm. we've had leah kelman the rov president's been on and she continually comes on we've had lance Pacioni, love me love you you'd know lance Pacioni quite well sam former hawk From former root yes unfortunately but uh, <laughs> no, he's, a good, hey, he's, hey, a, hey. he's a good bloke all the same 
Um, no, he's a sensation. We've had Matteo Charles, Speed Artist, Tom Panos, Stan the Man Longanides was on there the other day. Hey. And, geez, did the energy level go up. He's quite an emotional, energised bunny, uh, Stan the Man, eight-time world champion. We've had Adrian Brutera. Last week uh, we had Fred Harrison, uh, Richie's CEO, who was brilliant as well. So it's really good to get all these people on board. So Fiona Blamey is the CEO and founder of, of Real Plus, uh, and Fiona needs uh, no introduction in the real estate world. So jump on board. We're there to support each other. All of the notes, and you'll find out how you can connect uh, in the show notes to this episode, not only to the uh, the Real Estate Zoom, but also to the Stav and Tanya and the whole O'Brien team. A big thank you to our special guest this week. Absolutely sensational. Great job. Uh, Tanya Nevin-Jones, we, we can't thank you enough for coming on and keep up the great work. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thanks, Sam. See you, Stav. See you, Tanya. All the details, as we said, to connect with Stav and Tanya and the whole O'Brien team in the show notes to this episode. Stav, thank you so much. Doing a ripping job, the company director for O'Brien Real Estate. That's it from us. A big thank you for listening to Under the Hammer for Direct Connect. And if you are an agent interested in using Direct Connect, call 1300-664-715 to see how they can benefit you and your team. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to Under the Hammer for Red Energy. Moving house, call local energy retailer Red Energy.